What's up everybody? Welcome to another episode of Papa G's House. It's great to have you back. We've got a great episode lined up today. We've got Jason Ling from Taxi Violence, Power Apes, JP Sun, The Works. We're going to have a great conversation. Some great stories, so stick around to the end. Like, subscribe, drop a comment. We'll see you next time. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Papa G's House. As usual, I'm joined by my illustrious co-host, Artur Carlos Diego Pereira III, also known as Art Pereira. Sup? Sup, dude? Ah, oh, fuck. Hottest place on earth right now, man. Is that legit, though? I've read, some, I've read multiple articles that are saying that Cape Town is the hottest place on earth right now, the last yeah. two days. I would believe it. And more, more uh, articles that say it's the hottest couple of days in Cape Town in its history since records were kept. Wow. Global warming, dude. Yeah, insane. <laughs> but anyway, as, we, as, as we're sitting here, we've got a special guest here. We've got Jason Ling, who's taken the time out to, to join us. Uh, he's down from Berlin, I think it is. Yeah. Um, dude, thank you so much for joining the show, dude. It's yeah. fucking awesome to have you here. Thanks for the invite. Yeah. Good to be here. First of all, how long are you here for? Um, I came, I arrived on uh, New Year's Eve, and I'm going to go back next week. Next Sunday. week, okay. Yeah. Short time, uh, visit, yeah, like a month. month or so. So next week, this time I'll going be... Going back to the cold. Minus degrees. It's yeah. crazy, dude. <laughs> how, how is life in Berlin? Like, I mean, what is... What is the, I mean, obviously, the, the, the seasons are different, but mm -hmm. um, how just the way of life... I mean, I, I've got a mate who lives there at, at the moment who I play a lot of online games with and he says it's just such a buzzing city but obviously the last couple of months it's been a bit you know quiet yeah it's like a it's a really awesome city i mean i first went there in 1998 okay i just happened to pass through there and <clears throat> and i loved it and i said one day i'd live there and yeah so now i'm living there it's an awesome city there's always something to do and it's kind of like if you if you want to stay at home be quiet you can but if you want to go out on monday or any day of the week, there's something happening. So for sure, I mean, so so you actually made the decision one day. I'm going to live there, and you made the, the call. Like that's a goal. I'm going to get to Berlin one day. Yeah, well, I've like I said, I've always loved Europe, and uh, between I think '98 and 2000, I did that backpacking, touring around Europe thing, and yeah, Berlin was one of the places I really liked. Sure. And it wasn't so popular back then, and I just liked it. You know, there weren't any tourists in that, and um, you know, it just happened uh, that. My wife, now wife, is uh, she's German. Oh, okay. Yeah, so okay. that's, uh, um, I met her in Cape Town. And when we got married, she was like, you know, we can go live in Germany. And I was like, oh, well, why Let's not? go. Let's go. Nice little change. Eh? Yeah, dude, I was in Berlin in 2008. And uh, that was before all the foreigners really found it and all the hipsters dived in there. And I loved it as well. I, I loved Berlin when I was there. Yeah, it's a mixed bag. I mean, there's lots of expats from South Africa and uh, it's like other the places. new London. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> that's, that's exactly crazy. it. I mean, um, it's gotten really, really busy in the last. I mean, I moved there 20, 2015. Okay. And even I can see the change in the last six years. Like so many, so many South Africans are going across, and a lot of internationals. So I mean, if you actually spot someone from Berlin, it's wow. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> How was the adjustment like going from? Cape Town or South Africa to to a place like Berlin, like was it a big uh, adjustment or like? 
Um, did you I went, fit right I in? I won't lie to you. It was, was quite a big adjustment. Um, obviously, uh, everyone does speak English. But, um, you know, you try your best to learn German. And I had to do a bunch of studies in that to get my visa and permanent residency in that. And then obviously finding work, you know, just... Yeah, I mean, those those tests are like brutal as well. Yeah. I got a mate who, who's doing the one for Canada and yes, he, he had to do like a French test. Oh. What? And uh, he is French speaking. He's fluent in French and he failed the test. Re- <laughs> like regardless, I thought it was only like uh, British Columbia that you needed to do that. It was BC. Oh, so, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's the French. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. yeah, no. So, so Sorry, it, it was wild. Like no. he told me the whole... T- have to and the, and the English test he failed as well, <laughs> so wow. it must be quite quite insane that what, what you have to go through. I mean, geez. So so you've been there six years now. So you yeah. you you're close to be per, permanent resident. No, right? I, yeah, I got my permanent residence in 2018. I think around about Sick. there. Yeah, so, so that's cool. And and how did it go from you know being in taxi violence, obviously taxi violence. Jason Ling played for taxi violence for many years. Um, Going from taxi violence and touring and, and, and having your bandmates and stuff and having to drop all of that to, to now start a new life in Berlin. Like, how was that adjustment? Yeah, so that was probably one of the, the biggest things, the biggest changes and I had to go through because, you know, you're used to seeing the same group of people every day or, you know, of the week and being on the road with them and, you know, playing shows and that. And when I moved over, obviously, you know, I wasn't playing too many shows. And yeah, just trying to find other projects or do, I don't know, just try something. So it's a weird decision. Like, you know, you can try, cling on to something in the, that you've had in the past and, you know, or you can just try, close that door and try something new. And I, yeah, totally. Of, oh, so yeah. did you guys try and do the, the remote vibe at, at start or, well, I mean, I suppose your life must have been so chaotic at the time, like moving and, yeah. you know, and all that stuff. Um, there were a couple of gigs, I think. Um, yeah, in fif- 2015, I was flying back and forth and we had some um, shows and gigs and obviously I had to come back to South Africa to wrap some things up and then I'd arrange a few gigs when I'm, I was in town. Okay. And then um, remember we did this one big event was, um, I can't remember, it was with Vintuk and we kind of went up to Opikopi and we had this big bus and that was probably like a big project that we worked on. That was in 2015. But then, yeah, 2016, um, just you know, the band kind of moved on. Mm. And uh, I mean, they still, we still are a, still are a band, yeah. just uh, taking a bit of a break, I guess. Hiatus is the Hiatus word. is the yeah. word. And uh, Ludi, the original bass player, uh, joined the band again. He moved to Cape Town. And um, currently he moved, uh, he moved back to Durban. And so the band's kind of like all over the place. Yeah. All over the place. Yeah. I mean, listen. I mean, a lot of a lot of the bands are doing that at the moment. They yeah. work remotely, and then they were like, "Okay, we've got a gig here," and then they all go meet at one spot. Not yeah. in Cape Town. Anymore. Yeah, I mean, like or, with Verona Walls, uh, Jean Eric is like in Port Elizabeth. He's in Liz- PE, yeah, so in he PE. would travel down. Yeah, we had one gig where we flew him down just to play the show because I'm like, I'm not having a fill-in bass player. I want Jean there. Yeah, it you doesn't know? feel right. It doesn't. You feel know what right, I'm saying? No. Like I. Also, you know, with the fill-in vibes, it just doesn't feel mm. 100%. I filled in with taxi violence a few times. They must have felt it was pretty awkward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, if it's someone that you know and it's, you know, someone you've been friends with for many years, I mean, you've filled in a couple of times. Eh? I filled in with you guys, I think it was like about five or six times, yeah. I believe. 
Yeah, I think it was the there big was, one was Ramfest. Yeah, the, the big year. one was Ramfest, and then it was the the down leg of a tour from Durban back to Cape Town, and then it was uh, that place in Scarborough, and I think there was one other show. I can't remember if I played at uh, Mercury with you guys. No, I yeah. didn't. It was about four or five shows that I played with you. Good guys. memory. <laughs> hey, I'm sure there's lo- there's lots of things I forget, but cool vibes. Hey man, if I session for you guys, I'd also remember every no. time. I mean, you, yeah, you, there was, you. I mean, when did you release ten? Like the ten, uh, uh, ten pole. That's twenty fourteen. Sure, yeah. and that was that's two thousand and four to twenty fourteen because that was your ten yeah. year anniversary. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, you know, bands that can last that long and that they keep going and stuff. It's like I've got the utmost respect for that because I mean, with the trials and tribulations that 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 you you get as a band and you know with venues falling off and this falling off and so much can change in 10 years and you still keep going i mean it's pretty impressive you also need someone that's like really good at managing and stuff and he was a big driving force with taxi okay were you you the 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 dude that organized most of the stuff (laughs) yeah i guess so you want to call it managing and bookings and that's why i refer to managing dude Yeah. Nobody wants to be called the manager. Well, yeah. yeah, I guess. No, yeah, sure. I mean, like, um, Taxi's always been a very independent band and um, was what it is. And, uh, yeah, I guess at some point we, we just, uh, I don't know how it came about, but I ended up just doing it. And then I just yeah, started liking it. And then, yeah, one thing led to another. I used to be that dude, too, <laughs> back in the day. And it, it has its moments. You know, it can be fun and that can yeah. also, be, also be extremely frustrating. Say, yeah. you know, you're, you're speaking to five guys on, on a WhatsApp chat and uh, only two reply and you're like, okay, yeah. what about the other two? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like I, like I told you before, I put on two shows and it's like, not anymore, bro. Yeah. You just tell me where and when it is. I'm not doing anything. And also the, the amount of times that, that we've gone to gigs and like the poor guy who's organized the gig gets so much shit from everybody because this hasn't happened or this hasn't happened and yeah. this this uh, backline isn't what we you know mm. and it ends up being like is it worth it at the end of the day yes it is worth it because we need a live scene back in this place uh, um what's the scene like in, in berlin um yeah it's i mean when there's no COVID, it's yeah. it's cooking you know there's uh it's there's a lot of bands a lot of music it's very a creative city and um yeah, it's every night there's something to go see or do. And yeah, there's big bands, small bands. Uh, favorite part is like, you know, if, if you, one of your favorite brands um, releases an album, the first thing you do is check when they're coming to Berlin. That's it. Yeah. You know, new album, they're coming to Berlin. So I've got to see all my favorite bands and stuff like that. And there's, like I said, there's something to do every night of the week. Yeah. Jeez, I haven't, I haven't <laughs> been there. I've, 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 I've been to Munich and I've been to... Stuttgart. Okay. Um, Stuttgart. Stuttgart. But um, I had a blast there. I loved yeah. it so much. And, and I've been, you know, I was planning to go over to Europe pre-pandemic and then pandemic hit and then uh, plans on hold a bit. But I'd love to go and see that side of the world. Also, maybe try and get some some really cool live shows that would be happening at the time and try and coincide with that. Because, yeah. I mean, it's been a while since I've, seen one of my really favorite bands and, and like most of my favorite bands mm. will play in germany yeah specifically th- berlin yeah i think like with the pandemic i mean a lot of people are saying the pandemic's over or not you know so a lot of tours are getting planned for 
this year a lot of festivals are planning you can see they're going advertising's coming out now and it's mm. So I think all the bands that haven't played for two years, they're just going to Yeah, gonna but be there crazy. must be like a backlog of <clears throat> bands wanting to play and yeah. it's probably delays. Can you imagine what oh. download's going to look like <laughs> this year, dude? Holy shit. They lifted their mask mandates and everything. It's going to be a code zone. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll yeah. see. We'll it's see how the year goes. Boris, Boris trying to gain his fans back, bro. <laughs> are, there any, are there any festivals in Berlin like download that you've been to? Um, Full Force. They Full had... Force. Uh, Lollapalooza, Berlin. Okay. Yeah, that yeah, I've been to two of those. That's insane. Is it? Yeah, really. It's like really three, cool five days kind of vibes. Three days, like a hundred thousand people a day or Jesus something like that. Damn. It's crazy. Yeah. I don't know if I could do that. No, I don't know if I could age. do that now. No. When I was yeah. younger I'd be like, yeah. I'd be a grumpy old fuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> even the even the download not the download. Fuck, I wish. Yeah. The RAM face that I played with you guys, I was like, Jesus, this is Get too many people. <laughs> and that was only like six thousand. Yeah. And we had really had uh, uh, the the warning on the on the Wednesday that it might be shut down Ramfest. Yeah, that was the Metallica tribute show you played, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, the Metallica tribute show that was the, just before lockdown. Yeah, Ramfest. I mean, shit. I can't imagine what it's like to play a festival, playing on a stage to like you know potentially a hundred thousand people. I can't imagine that. Do you know what I always think about is what about the toilets? <laughs> yeah. yeah. How, how long are the queues to the toilets? Have they catered enough for this um, amount of people in terms he, of sewage and shit like that? Dude, he recently played a social distancing concert festival vibe, which was in what, Italy? No, no, no it was in, in um, north of Germany, in Kiel. In Kiel. Well, they were okay. close enough. Okay. Yeah. That must have been weird to like see people. Is that when they had the, the they spray painted circles? No, they had this like a bench and then they'd have like um string like posts around. You could have like okay. two people in this area and then there would be like a meter and a half gap and then they'd have another one. Oh, it's like this big uh size of a rugby field. And then they, I think capacity was twelve hundred people. <laughs> Just always kind of standing in their zone. Wow, that's but it must look okay still from the stage because it's still spread out and you see like heads above heads. Yeah, yeah, it was strange. It was a bit strange, but it was fun. You know, Jeez, I, can't, I mean, the world, the, the the ideas we come up with in in uh, in dire times is it's it's incredible. There, it's amazing how you know. I mean, we've talked about this to 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 the nth degree, but how the music industry is just completely was hit in initially and all the the ideas that are being that have been popping up and oh we're doing this and doing that and all of a sudden stream live shows i'm not a fan of the stream live shows i'm not a fan of it either yeah it's like watching a youtube video yeah it's yeah like it pretty much is watching a youtube video no exactly just uh yeah it's yeah it's crazy but it's cool to see that that stuff's coming back now and then and you know they a lot of i mean didn't they they had download last year already they had 20 21 download i think there was a virtual download no 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 it? it was in person yeah it really? was the whole it was the whole event yeah 2021 hmm. yeah. wow yeah. i did not know this yeah. where the hell have i been yeah it was crazy and it was i don't know oh fuck it's hot <laughs> i know i'm listen I'm dying. I'm going to be the shiniest person on this podcast tonight. <laughs> Dude, I, I remember when I was in Berlin and then a couple of years later in Hamburg. <laughs> Did I say Hamburg. That right? I just say Hamburg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, checking out the, um, like the venues where bands play. It's like uh, if you look at documentaries about New York City, like CBGB's 
and all the punk bands and like you see like like these uh like a road and it's just like offices and shops and things but then there's one place it's just covered with stickers and that's where the bands play it was like that when i was in hamburg we the, like went on a little tour with a friend of mine and he goes like yeah this the rancid played here last week and all this stuff and it's like looking at the place it looks fucking gross but the whole building is covered in band stickers i want to play in one of those yeah totally <laughs> i'd love to do that oh, it'd be amazing there was, it was some, there was something similar like that that i saw in berlin as well but it was in the the bad area of Friedrichshain, where all like the anti-Nazi guys are, which are more scary than the, the neo-Nazis. Oh, like um, I was saying, like the anti-Nazi guys. Yeah, okay. yeah, like they are like hardcore, and okay. like they, they basically walk around with needles, whatever. But, <laughs> but like, uh, <laughs> I can just say like that walking, now because I'm not there. Just walking around yeah. with, like needles and stuff. But yeah. like where they were like chilling was also like a music venue, but it was just like graffiti and stickers, and it just looked like if you want to see like a really dodgy, scary punk band, that's where you would go. And okay. it's like that kind of vibe. It's fucking scary. But like, I would still like to play. Oh, totally. I would love to play a, a, a vibe like that. That oh, sounds man. amazing. You, did you do club gigs? You, like any dodgy stuff? Or was it just like, you know, like a Mercury kind of vibe? Yeah, there's some, there's some like uh, very famous uh, like punk rock clubs in Berlin and... Um, it's joined a band called the Power Apes. Don't say it too fast, otherwise it sounds Power Apes. Power Apes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Apes. yeah, um, <laughs> we we actually started playing. Um, first gig was on in October mm. last year, and because uh, the all the clubs started opening up, and we arranged a gig, and it was really cool. But we played at this uh, club called uh, Wild at Heart. Amazing, and, like there's been a lot of like famous punk bands playing mm -hmm. there. Yeah, it was a great gig, you know. And so there's that, and then oh, there's all these small, small clubs, and all the way to big. What's the reaction arenas. to Power Apes been like? <laughs> Power Apes. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Power yes. Monkeys. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's been good. I mean, uh, our first gig, I think we got uh, seventy people there, which is good for Berlin. Mm -hmm. What's well, the vibe? Hey, what's the vibe what? of the Power Apes? Oh, it's punk rock. Right. Okay. Oh, it's a punk rock. Okay, mm. so you, you in the in the in the punk yeah. rock zone that's awesome dude doing that <laughs> and yeah it was good and then since then we've done about just four shows so it's just starting out and we're hoping that as the world open up what opens up we'll get to play some more around berlin and europe it's quite it the dynamics is great because our drummer's from chile <laughs> okay uh the singer's from brazil and then the guitarist is from italy and i'm from south africa and we all live in berlin <laughs> wow, that's awesome. If so, that doesn't paint a picture of what yeah, Berlin yeah, is like, sure. I don't know what does. Yeah, so the majority of the language being spoken is English, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but uh, what you say, Chile, so it's Chile, Spanish, right? Bra Brazil, and Italy. Brazil, Portuguese. Yeah. Uh, Chile, Brazil, Italian, and then Italiano. South African. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever played with any Germans? Uh, In what way? Like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> rephrase. Have you ever played in a band with Germans? Uh, no. no. Have you played with any Germans? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> My first question. <laughs> okay, sure. I mean, so, but do you guys hook up with German bands in terms of the the guys that are, because that's how we did it here, you know, oh, uh, Oh, I networking know this band, between bands. You, you 
contact this band hey man can we get on this bill or we organizing show we know of you get on this bill how does it work um well the drummer's been living in um in berlin for i don't know like 18 years or something like that it's been a long time Mm -hmm. and uh he's a professional drummer full-time musician and yeah he's just got so many he's played in many projects over the years so he's got a lot of contacts so the first couple of shows have just been reaching out to contacts that he knows or i know nice. just nice. playing well i suppose you know a fair amount of people being there six years now yeah i mean um so that's kind of like the new project i'm involved in i've uh, for the last couple of years i've been work, um playing bass for um an act called jp sun it's kind of fresh folk roots music um actually a south african guy named jp enderley and uh he lives in berlin he's my neighbor mm-hmm. and yeah he's He's kind of a surfer and a snowboarder. So in the summer, he plays all the surf camps. So ah, we go surfing. Cool. And in the winter, we go play all the uh, ski resorts, that sort of thing. And it's been amazing. So that's been um, the main project that I've been involved with since 2019. Yeah. Awesome. And, and it's based there as well, eh? Yeah, yeah. So it was quite um, last year or when the pandemic started, like all the, sh- all the um, international shows got cancelled and a lot of concerts got cancelled and that so um he actually got called for a lot of social distance shows and stuff like that so we were busy in 20 and last year 21 we toured a lot played a lot of shows last summer which was good yeah i mean it's it's so cool i mean i was a bit of a pansy in the beginning you know during the you know you you speak about the band again you know social distance shows I wouldn't be called dead at one of those Mm-mm. in the early days. You know, Mm-mm. I was a yeah. paranoid android. <coughs> huh? Paranoid android. Paranoid, paranoid android. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, uh, it's actually quite cringy to, to think how bad I was. Ah, uh, dude, I mean, fuck. You can blame me, really. Most people were. I know I was. But I still feel like uh, I'm emasculating, emasculating uh, <laughs> a little bit. Ah, it's just easy. A, just a little bit. It's easy to say that now. Appease me. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy to say that now i mean it's, it's i mean we were i was also very careful myself and Carolyn. Yeah, for sure yeah uh, man even when we did our first shows together we were like how's it yeah you know, elbows like, keep the distance spray the shit hey, out man, of everything how far are we sitting away from each other <laughs> yeah it's crazy dude and and it's 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 gonna become eventually a parody like when you know i'll take it very seriously <laughs> and it's it's a it's a very serious situation it has been but you know just the level of caution i took i think maybe have been a little bit step too far yeah you know yeah i maybe lost a couple of friends along the way as well no i and don't just think so. so i don't think so <laughs> yeah it's all um, good. so tell me more about power apes i mean ooh, power apes yeah maybe um, maybe no, we should, maybe we should do it like the way christopher walker does foo fighters like put the, the accent on the no, second power. so it's like on the apes. power apes <laughs> <laughs> there you go yeah so uh, go ahead go ahead no you go ahead no, ask the question again the question? Oh, okay um <laughs> How do you know? <laughs> power apes. <laughs> um, but it's how, 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 but so, so punk rock vibes. How long have you guys been together? You've played a couple of shows. Um, have you got any material that, that you're working on that, or that you've released or anything? Can we check it out? Is there anything that we can put in the link of the video and stuff for people to check out the band or, or JP Sun as well? Yeah. Um, so, so people can, can, can check it out. Okay, so um, Boris, the drummer, he's actually got a studio. And um, 
how it worked was I think it was in 2018 um, Gabriel and <coughs> sorry Gabriel and Renan the singer they 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 started out as a duo just writing songs and they were looking for someone to record the the album and they reached out to Boris Boris liked material and then he just produced it and mixed it and recorded and mixed it and then uh, they didn't have a bass player and Boris actually initially asked me in 2019 to play bass and I said no I'd rather just focus on uh, the JP Sun mm -hmm. project and um, was only yeah last year after the summer I said now I'll join and so that's where they had another bass player uh, Chris but then he kind of left was he German no he was Italian <laughs> so, another Italian yeah another Italian <laughs> so he left uh, I think he went back to Italy and so um, you know they asked me to play bass again so I said yes this time and that's where the you know we said we're going to take it try push it properly yeah. and um yeah so we've done four shows so far uh it's all on spotify and um sweet yeah we'll online. link it in the, in the video um when it comes out yeah, yeah man i'll dig to check it out it's, i mean it's all new and i mean uh the jp sun project's going really well um jp he's a he's a booking agent in the daytime and a musician in the evening time so he's full-time music and he's built up his project really really well he's got a good following now and so that's yeah, like last summer was really, really busy, and I'm hoping that all that work will make a busy 22. I mean, he's booked me up for um, September, October already this year. Nice. You know, kind of, he's got a <clears throat> an autumn tour booked already, which is good. That's awesome. So wow. yeah, so it's yeah, it's fun. You know, it's being a booking agent and an artist at the same time yeah. must be a plus, though. Like it is because you have the contacts and mm -hmm. you have the reputation of being. Uh, legitimate and reputable and all that kind of stuff and then you've got a good product to go with it so yeah. you can you know kind of get amalgamate the two mm. to get the best offering yeah so jp and i we work at a booking agency called uh, filter booking it's part of uh, filter music uh, it's the two same gentlemen that found milky chance back in the mm. day oh wow yeah okay. and then that kind of um disintegrated that uh, record label and they they started filter music couple of years ago and so i just freelance for them um doing bookings and booking bands from different countries <laughs> trying sure. to bring them to europe so um, what kind, what kind of what kind of uh, music is is the jp sun stuff because uh, if it's just the two of you is it just like no it's um, four, oh the it's folk four. Oh, you said yeah it's oh. fresh folk it's got uh roots reggae influence as well and it's a really good project because i mean he can play all the music by himself or Build it up band. with a full band. Or just a ukulele. Exactly. <laughs> oh, okay. So he's that kind of talented, eh? Yeah, he's very good. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. If you can just get up on stage with a ukulele, you got my respect. Yeah. Even if though you. I think ukulele is perfect for like a, you know, starting a fire, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, that, I mean, that shit's surprisingly hard to play. Like, I don't care. <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's, and like a C is just one finger on the bottom, and then like the whole chord structure on a ukulele is like completely different to fantastic, and diff different tuning. Check this guy; he's like, I don't like ukuleles. I, I cried once to a ukulele. <laughs> That's your problem. And uh, there's there's only two I was instruments. Really sad. There's only two instruments that I dislike. That's a ukulele and a cowbell. What about a triangle? Triangles. I did a. I do. I did a triangle solo before at a gig in uh, Mercury. Did like sixteenths. Yeah, it was like with. Uh, <laughs> it was with Jed Kosu, Sue's band, Cruel April. 
Okay. They played at Mercury and um, I said, like, dude, can I jam with you guys? And it's like, well, what do you want to play? And I just went jokingly, like, haha, triangle. And then, like, Rave goes, like, I know someone's got a triangle. So, okay, cool, bring it. So then the, the show came, was like, here's your triangle. <laughs> and he goes, you want to, which song you want to do? It's like, oh, I want to do that one because you guys do a pause. So when you do the pause, I'm going to do, like, a full-on triangle solo. So, like, I'm on stage with them, and I'm, like, pretending I don't know where the one is. So, like, I never hit the triangle. And then they do the pause, and like, fucking nuts. <laughs> I jump in the crowd, and everyone's like, yeah. Like, I back up, and I can't Did you have a wireless pickup or what? No, everyone, like, the whole band just didn't do anything. So, you could hear me. <laughs> oh, that's did hilarious. a triangle solo. So, when people go, like, oh, play triangle, the band's like, I fucking did it. <laughs> Now we need to get you with a little dangling triangle to, just to get that little extra ding, 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 ding. Yeah, I could probably do like Rush. That's funny. What is the major difference between A, booking gigs in Berlin versus Cape Town and B, the gigging experience, Berlin versus Cape Town? Um, Ooh, that's a good hmm. question. Right. Um, yeah, I guess in South Africa in general, like, it's a bit easier because there aren't that many venues and you kind of get to know, or when I was booking taxi at least, you know, you get to know all the promoters, all the, the venue owners, or the whoever's booking the venue. You kind of... Is your chair okay there, bro? <laughs> hey, man, I'm a heavy guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you kind of just, um, you know, phone up and say, hey, is this date available? You just... Cool. You know, it's not a problem. And you just do... I don't know, we used to do Jobic Pretoria. There's not many, mm. you know, the, the, the gigging scene was, there are not that many venues in South Africa, you know. Yeah. And um, I guess in, in Europe, like it's, we book all over Europe. So you've got to phone, you don't phone the club itself. Sometimes you do, but yeah. most of the time you phone um, someone who's booking the club, you know, and he will, you'll go, look, I want to tour Munich. Yeah. And he'll go, okay, cool, well, how big's your band? Blah, 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 what sort of music? And then he'll place you at a venue that you want to play. Wow, that's yeah. very different. That's very different. Yeah, because yeah. Like, yeah, it's almost like, hey, guys, you want to play a gig? Yeah, let's play a gig. What cool. venue? Where yeah. do you want to go? Mercury, cool, let's call Mercury yeah. and see if there's a date. It's like, oh, yeah, okay, guys, we got this day, this day, and this day. And then it's like, yeah, we can all play this day. Cool, can we book this day? And then it's booked. Yeah, but this is. But I suppose this is more yeah. of like a wider kind of net that you're playing with. In yeah, I mean, like, because I mean, Berlin itself, there's a lot of venues, and then you go. There's so many cities, and there's every city's got a lot of venues, and then Europe, you just drive a few more hours, and you're in another country, and then it's a whole another language, whole another network, and a whole, you know, there's different cities in that country, and then every city's got, you know, different venues, and then just do the whole circuit in Europe. So it's it's to so very often you just phone um if you're doing agent work you kind of just phone your promoters in every country mm -hmm. and they kind of you, you say look now i want my band to tour this time in this period uh can you book me some shows and they kind of reach out and do all the promotion for the gig that's crazy so, yeah that, so that's i mean that's very different you, yeah, you, almost, very like, different. you almost like you have to literally have a team of people but correct, just me, to play if, gigs. correct me if i'm wrong okay i will <laughs> <laughs> okay well <laughs> let me, um do do they don't they have like a music and arts program subsidized by the government in germany they they have that in some they european, have that in canada yeah they also have it in like sweden 
I believe so, yes. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Where where it's actually arts and, and music is actually a government assisted program to make sure that the arts continue. Um, yeah, I mean, as far as I know, there is one. I mean, I'm not 100% sure, but one of our goals as the Power Apes is to go do a South American tour. Ooh. Yeah. And so Boris has a lot of contacts there, and um, that's a drummer. And because he's been living in Germany so long, uh, I think he said we qualify for that, <laughs> something like <laughs> cool. that. So hopefully we'll be able to um, get some funds together. Uh, yo, does, does it happen in like tiers? Like you reach a certain point, now you're eligible to be funded to go somewhere or something to that effect. Is, is that yeah. what you mean? Yeah. In that kind look, I yeah. mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, any sort of funding is... It's awesome. Yeah, you know? for sure. And uh, it's, it's a bonus if it does happen. So I guess, you know, there's with any sort of funding, there's a lot of red tape in that. And I think a lot of bands just go, give up. <laughs> you know, they, yeah, yeah. they look. So I think we, Boris was mentioned something about that. So I think we're just going to dig and dig and dig until we find something that works. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, when, sorry, when the pandemic did start, um, a lot of artists did... Germany was very good to the artist. Um, they kind of said, look, we know you're all self-employed. It wasn't just artists, it was like small businesses and that. And they kind of said, cool. And they gave out, they said, how much do you need? Wow. <laughs> sort of thing like, um, and they helped out a lot of independent. If that happened here, yeah, they go, go to Germany, bro. If, they, if, they did the, if they did that here, they'd be like, how much do you need? Oh, we need like 2,000 rand a band. Cool. And then they steal it. <laughs> no. But there, I saw. I thought something <laughs> like that was going to come. Totally true. Yeah. I mean, jeez. No, mean, but there was this website. Be said. There was this website. It was like literally like when the pandemic was like everyone was panicking and it was like, oh, what are we going to do? And there was this website. You just had to stand in queue, and uh, there was no questions asked. Was okay. Fill in a number between seven thousand and fourteen thousand euros, sort of thing, and just yeah. kind of like maybe they will ask for documentation later. Or, I know a lot of people that did it, and 24 hours later, it was in their bank account. Boom! Yeah, so it was good. Jeez. Um, you were saying, uh, so we were talking about the, the government assisting and all that kind of jazz in, in, in the arts and, and music industry from time to time with certain bands and all that kind of stuff, which I think is absolutely fascinating. If, they, if they're saying, you this, blah, 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 how big, and do they actually do research to be like, Okay, so uh, they've got so many followers because you know the internet rules the world at the moment, where you, followers and and following counts. So uh, do they go and like research? Oh, these guys have got a thought. I'm being serious, dude. I, I, I know you're being serious, and, and I don't see that sick. happening. I don't see that happening. Like some <laughs> some lady called Gertrude going through Instagrams like power apes, power apes. Yeah, they say they'd be playing. Okay, let me find a website. All this. No, I don't see it happening. I yeah, don't. but I mean, it could be criteria because surely that's how could they be. decide. Maybe do you have any recordings? Are you represented? Maybe that yes. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think it would be more like you put forward a proposal. So yeah. you go, look, you know, we need funding. Why do you need funding? Because we want to do this. Okay, justify like the cost. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we want to go on this tour. It's going to cost X amount, and you know, you get uh, invitation letters from the promoters or venues on that side or wherever you want to tour and then just they put it all together and then they either go yay or nay, I guess. Not a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, 
But thank you. I just saw him so carefully <laughs> turning it around. I was like, yes, they what, need to pay this for that. Light? <laughs> yeah. Listen, we are far too small, but we do make jokes about that every now and again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that's awesome. And so you you're doing the punk rock vibe. You're doing like the folk vibe with JP Sun. Um, now you were in taxi violence. What what is your core? enjoyment in terms of music like what do you what are the genres you enjoy uh let me pick your brain in terms of some, some sort of bands because what i like to do in this show and as you know is i like to 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 find some gems mm. you know because i want to know what you like and give me a band that i need to go check out <laughs> oh my god we're we going down a rabbit yeah. hole right no, now. we we were going down th- we were going through his cd collection uh, okay yeah. sick well let's talk about so it. it's yeah it's a, it's very very varied and mixed i just yeah. i honestly am one of those uh people that just likes anything that is if it's good it's good you 100%, know? i'm with you uh besides jazz okay. <gasps> i'm not i'm not, not a jazz you know you know why yeah, they call it free jazz sorry no one anyone. will pay for it can i can i um can <laughs> no I offense to anyone can, who no, likes no, jazz can i counter that just quickly yeah go ahead um and I've discovered this Jacob Collier dude. Do you know who? Oh, uh, the yeah, the no. genius guy that writes music words on his on MIDI. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, yeah. yeah, he did that. No, he's brilliant. I mean, I watch I watch him on Instagram. That's that's entertaining. But yeah, I mean, would I buy a ticket to go watch him live? Uh, there's probably some other rock concert, for example, I'd rather sure, go to. You know, sure. so when you've got choices, yeah. maybe. But if it's, if it's the only thing to do on a Tuesday, I'm not, maybe. okay. You know, I'd love to see him yeah. live because it's it's brilliant yeah, yeah i mean that that if it's good it's good you know so as an experience yeah you know so but it just in general am i am i looking through you know online there's on spotify there's endless amounts of music yeah am sure. i going through the jazz archives no 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 sure. 100 no, no, i get that very much but i find this dude so so uh um phenomenal we'll get to that uh, yeah. the your your uh, suggestions now but I, I went down that rabbit hole yesterday and i was like the only thing that made me think of is i quit because <laughs> he's mm. so good it's it's like it's pitch perfect pitch perfect does like 60 67 layers of vocals yeah. on like a a track oh no geez so it's little wow no but it's it's just so strange like that's a, that's excessive but he's playing half sharp notes like notes in between the root note and it's it's insane anyway but uh i would suggest anybody who who is interested in music and theory and stuff like that to check him out because it's fascinating mm. and he does like full mixed uh, he does full uh what do you call it uh what do they what does he call it logic sessions and, and it's like an hour and a half and explains every track and every it's, I think I've seen awesome. this cat before online. He's really now. good. And he's younger than all of us. And yeah, it's, fuck him. it's crazy. Uh, sell all your gear. Give up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So tell me about what... what say. Give me your top five Spotify playlist right now. Right now. Uh. Yeah. What tickles your taint? Yes. Okay. So... Um, the taint tickler. <laughs> Rion from Taxi. He just uh, introduced me to a band called Fontaine's DC. Okay. And they're really post-punk. Yeah, they're from Dublin City. That's the DC part of the name. That's, I'm loving their two, um, two albums. They're about to drop a new album. Let's uh, drop the first single. Um, that's really cool. But, yeah, just let's see. We were listening to yesterday, um, The Cure, Disintegration, and that's kind of like one of my all-time favorite bands. Disintegration is the best album ever! 
King Gizzard, anything they bring out is amazing. Okay. Um, have you heard this? Stuff? No, no, no. Do, do, I mean, I'm listening to all, all this and I'm going to go back to the episode. Okay. Take all of these names and. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. King Lizard. King Gizzard. King the, Gizzard and, and the Lizard Wizard. Wizard. Yeah, from Australia. And um, they kind of, uh, they bring up like, I don't know, seven albums. Australians are awesome when it comes <laughs> to music. They got this thing where they just releasing more music than the fans can keep up with. Wow. I think, Red, they, I think they did like seven albums in one year or something like that. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. How do they do that though? It's I like, jeez, what is the selection criteria? I'd go mad. I yeah. don't know. That's crazy. Seven albums in one well, year. Something I mean, like t- that. What, don't ten, quite al- ten, ten songs an album, that's 70 songs a year. No, it's something ridiculous. I mean, you go look at the discography and it's just like albums after albums after yeah. albums. They must Speak- have like a method or something. Yeah. Speaking of Australians, just on the Australian bit, um, we were listening to 12 Foot Ninja. Do you know 12 Foot Ninja? Yeah. Dude, their videos are hilarious. Their the way they portray their music is just amazing. Yeah. You know, remember the one where they were all dressed up and they're like, ah, mate. <laughs> How's it going, mate? Um, I remember the one where it goes between like different movie styles. Like first they they're like in a band, and then all of a sudden there's like ninjas. And yeah, so some shit like that. I can't remember. Now a band that I think that has kind of taken that formula and is, and has kind of gone with it and, and from a different uh, area is Don Broker. Yes. Yeah. It's which like I that same. You. Kind yeah, Don Dude, Broker from Manchester. I'm obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> they funny. Eh? It's, I got my gum shield. <laughs> it's, it's so good. Don Broker, like, I don't know if you've seen it, but Don Broker is like um, if people with actual music talent took the the type of popular, like, dance and hip-hop kind of shit, and then they mixed it in with a little bit of, like, metal tones. So it sounds like the, the shitty TikTok background music crap. But they actually make it listenable. I love the okay. way how you make it sound so trashy. <laughs> and they're trashy. from Manchester, and they are humorous. Okay. They got one of their one of their biggest um, stage songs, like, a, like a, a no, it's the T-shirt song. Uh, shit. Whenever they play the T-shirt song, like kids are, like throwing the T-shirts <laughs> up in the air and stuff, it just goes like nuts. It's rad. I'm gonna send you, I'll, I'll send you one video. My favorite cool. one, greatness. It's been a long night. I'm gonna call me a Uber. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like they that kind of. Uh, but it, it's so it's, it's not like indie. It's not metal. It's not rock. It's mm. more like pop. It's in a, it's it's. It's like Brit pop if it came out today with like pop music. If okay. It's a genre soup. Yeah, yeah. it's total mixed match, yeah. but it's hilarious. And you listen to it the first couple of times, you go like, what is this crap? And afterwards, it's like, I get it. This is cool. Yeah, dude, it's so good. We must show you. Okay. Not all of it is absolutely 100% yeah. brilliant, but they yeah. got some gems in there. Definitely. Yeah, some, some mad gems. And, and their new album looks like it's going to be absolute fire. So I can't wait to, to check it out. Um, but where we were going yeah. on, so like, um, what else? There's another band. I think they're from Norway. They're called Pompoko. Pompoko. Yeah, Pompoko. They just it's out there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, check them out. This um, bunch of kids. They're like very young, twenties, like I think, and they just doing out there stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I think, but they, I think they all are jazz trained, but they're doing this uh, avant-garde sort of rock, and it's. The guitarist is crazy. Uh, how I found them was I was just on, I think, um, I think on Facebook or something like that. Or I just found them somewhere. Something suggestion came up on Spotify. I was like, oh, this is qu- quite awesome. And then I was like, oh, when they're playing Berlin, the thing you do. And <laughs> it's like, oh, they're doing the album release tonight, and it's a free show. And so I was like, it was literally uh, around from a, the corner from my work. 
so I finished work and then went down, stood in queue, got in, oh, watched them, bought man. the vinyl. Oh, amazing. Yeah, that's, so that's how I found them. That was that's how nice crazy. The accessible music is. Yeah. That's the other thing that I noticed, like as a difference between Europe and South Africa, that your merchandise will be sold out in Europe. Over here, you get like yeah. a couple of people buying a T-shirt here and there because they say like, ah, oh, the T-shirt, that's like, you know, 10 beers. I'm not going to buy a T-shirt. But like when I went up to... Dude, what fucking... <laughs> what are, where are they getting You know, beers? charge a T-shirt for 180 bucks. Yeah. But it's like I went up with half price. We had to cancel two shows and we ended up playing one show. But that one show, we sold the entire merchandising allotment that we had with us. We made our money back from merchandising. But that's where it's all made. You don't yeah, make but, money of streaming yeah. and yeah, but Europe sales they, they go nuts for merchandise. Like if they if you if they're selling like vinyls or CDs or T-shirts, people will, you know, eighty percent of the people will buy something yeah. to leave yeah. the show. I yeah. did that when I was in UK when when to go watch corn and whatever. If I had yeah. money, I would go buy a shirt because like I want to fucking. Smoke. I have always done that, dude. I'm a merch dude. Like I've got half price shirts. I've got yeah. bottom feeder shirts. I've got I'm okay. I'm maybe wearing my own shirt. <laughs> what are you, an Iron Maiden? It's like wearing your own band's Shameless self-indulgence right here. But, I mean, this band hasn't been active for a very long time, yeah. so I've got an excuse. Link below. It's just a t-shirt. Yeah, link below. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a t-shirt that's clean. Um, yes! Um, but, yeah, uh, I love going to a show, and I always, you say allotted, um, I always made sure that I was going to go get a t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, that's you. And there might be like five other people maybe at the venue. But in yeah. Europe, it's like five people might not buy, but the rest will. It's like... What's the yeah, difference? Uh, why do people... Disposable people income. Like, that's, yeah. I think uh, the folk have uh, more money yeah. to spend yeah. over there. You know? It's yeah. like they just want to... So. Like they want to have a piece. If yeah. you've got a CD, they'll buy the CD. And when I say they will, it sounds like every single person in the venue does, but it's yeah. obviously not the case. Well, I mean, but, if, you're, if you're selling 30 t-shirts, that's 30 people. Yeah, it's like 5% of the people here will buy a t-shirt, but 5% of people there won't buy a t-shirt. That's the difference. Yeah, everyone's like, do you have Snapscan? Yeah, do you have Snapscan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, I always see like the merch table at gigs here. And it's like, you know, quite sparse. Like there'll be some people who have t-shirts and it's yeah. like you say, disposable income. Most people you don't really have or don't want to, you know, make it look like they do. Or I don't know what the deal the is. The shitty thing about I'm not being a dick. I'm just yeah. saying that's what mm. I see. Yeah. The problem is if you're doing it independently and you're going to be that poor fucker to put that however many grand to get those 50 or 100 t-shirts, yeah. you kind of can only make the money back once you've, sold a certain amount of t-shirts you may have some left mm. over but you have to sell a certain amount to break even from yeah. what you initially spent so i don't think a lot of people are very keen on that because it's like but it's also a trust factor how much do you trust yourself to market the stuff to sell it yeah i just I, my experience in cape town specifically no, no one really buys merch like if you got like a but box saw, full of t-shirts you might as well just bring a handful of t-shirts because you're going to sell yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I saw many t-shirts at gigs and stuff, but I didn't see much change at the at the, at no, the merch tables. Like Everybody the, would go for a yeah. lack of squares and be like, yeah. I would love to have that. Yeah, they go, how much is this? Uh, that's 200 bucks. Oh, maybe later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe later. Uh, and then they spend 200 bucks on beer. They're like, oh, piss now. I can't afford a t-shirt. But it's like anything. I guess like the bigger the band and their brand kind yeah. of everyone yeah. like our oh, sheep so they'll buy it you know but if it's a new band that's kind of like mm. 
Yeah. And th but that is one of another difference between, I would say, South Africa and Europe is um, people go early and they watch the support act. They will stand in front of the stage and, yeah. <laughs> Listen, I just saw a vein. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. On Art's face. <laughs> You you acted. It was your fault. You <laughs> activated. You activated the vein. <laughs> but it's uh, we know all too well about that. But it's the best because that's you. I mean, bands are. If it's good, it's good, right? No, yeah. just because you're there for the main act doesn't matter. The sport act, watch them, and chances are you're going to find the next big thing. Or you yeah. know, and I found a couple of bands like that. There was another band. Um, I went to go watch, the psychedelic porn crumpets. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Yeah. It's like breakfast and dinner. <laughs> and uh, same dust. It's like our satanic dacha orgy. Yeah. Band. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the support, Don't be a pusbilaka. The yeah. support act was Culver Louisa. And they're from, um, I think, from England. Yeah. Amazing. 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 So I started following them. Yeah, I found That's how I found that band. UK is not. And like they're, they're probably yeah. on Spotify and, yeah, yeah. and all that. Definitely. Uh, really Do yeah. they give the opening bands like crap if they suck? Mm. Or are they still oh, quite no. respectful? No, I mean, bands. You can't tell a band they suck, really. Yeah. No, no, because the only reason why I'm saying is because in London they don't give a shit. Is it? Yeah. I've seen a few times when, like, the opening band that they weren't good and then people were trying to get them off stage by, like, shouting and throwing stuff. They just want them off because they're sucking yes, so much. People and, are brutal, bro. And if the last band sucks, which I have seen with my own fucking eyeballs, you know the band <laughs> Real Big Fish? Yes. Okay, I went to go watch Real Big Fish. It was Zebrahead, Real Big... Um, Zebrahead? Yeah, Zebrahead, Goldfinger. Like of the year, Zebrahead. Yeah, and Fuck Goldfinger. You, I wanted to see that band. Goldfinger and Real Big Fish. And Real Big Fish was like the last band. After the second or third song, people started leaving. They, like the, the venue emptied. There was like a, you know, like 100 people left behind for the rest of the show because they were so bad. People just <coughs> fucked off. Would that happen mm. in Germany? Yeah, well... I guess people are people. If they're not enjoying it, they're not going to. Yeah, yeah, they're not yeah, going to yeah. stay around to be uh, polite. The reason why you know, I'm so. saying is because like Germans are seem to, they they cold <laughs> but they're polite. Nine, I'm out of here. <laughs> it's like you are not very good, but I'm going to watch you irregardless. <laughs> what time does the band start? Nine. Dad <laughs> <laughs> yeah. joke. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Videos banned. In yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> that's like that's like my um, how many Germans does it take to change a light bulb joke? Well, how many? Well, guess nine. <laughs> yeah. Because like you say it, you go like, how many Germans does it take to change a light bulb? The guy goes, I don't know, one, and you just shout immediately, nine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I we love German right. people. Yeah, I love the Germans. Episode. I love Germany. I've yeah, been yeah. there twice. I fucking loved it. It was great. Yeah. No, yeah. It's cool. What's it's cool your favorite country. part in Berlin, though? Uh, your favorite place favorite place yeah like area or whatever because i remember going through uh by brandenburg gate mm -hmm. in that main stress i keep forgetting the name of that road but like um it was the weirdest thing because like we were walking from Friedrichshain to alexanderplatz and then we were just carrying walking and then as we were approaching brandenburg gate like the atmosphere in the air brandenburg gate yeah. yeah is that a place in germany yeah mm. it's like it's uh, the main gate it's like the main gate to Germany. And it was like, you know, where the... the, the it's basically know. east, east okay. and west. Yeah. yeah. It's like, as we were approaching it, like the atmosphere there was, it just felt like it was changing. I don't know if it was because it's the first time I've seen Brandenburg Gate and seeing, 
new buildings next to old buildings that have bullet holes in them still you know it's fucking hectic You're but okay. it's like i felt like a hectic change and i was like this is it's incredible but it, it's like a weird kind of feeling like you feel like this some serious history went down here yeah yeah well some serious <laughs> history did go down yeah. there bro but it, but you but i felt it i don't know if it's a natural thing but then we went into like there's that park right by brandenburg gate mm-hmm. and there and then we went through like walkway through the park and there was a statue that was still there. I don't know if you've seen it. It's still riddled with bullet holes. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I was like standing looking at the thing for like 10 minutes. I'm like, this is fucking heavy. You know, it's like, but like even with the history, which sucked ass. I mean, the, the city was, I fucking love that city, man. I'd really love to go. No, back. it's great. I mean, like anything on the, on the east side, because you get uh, east and west. And uh, anything on the east side is cool. You know, and I stay in an area called Weisenseer. Um, that's the place I was trying to tell the bus driver where it was and he okay. couldn't understand my accent and he was like I, I don't know he's kind of driving like, on the wrong bus where do I go <laughs> <laughs> you go there yeah yeah um, so Weissensee it's kind of uh, outside the Weisensicht. middle Weissensee 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 and um, yeah it's, it's really chill it's right by a lake and so it's can be it's really quiet when you want it to be otherwise you know you just, just get on your bike and you ride 4Ks and then you in the middle of the chaos sort of thing sure. my favorite thing is like uh by the the crossings where you walk across mm-hmm. like the the green man changes is like in east berlin it, yeah. it's the green man in east berlin to west berlin is totally different like west yeah. berlin is the way we'd normally think of it yeah but the east berlin is like totally like this kind of like it's almost like communist kind of uh graffiti <laughs> like art style no it's like is very it? blocky and is it? it's it's rad like you go like one side of the street to the next and then even yeah. the the, <laughs> the traffic <laughs> lights are different it's yeah. awesome uh, east to west it just goes like green man so <laughs> even even the traffic signs are different yeah between um well just the the, the robots yeah just the robots yeah, yeah so the green man red yeah, man yeah, so yeah. you'll know from the traffic like, yeah, traffic yeah, lights if you know east or west yeah I yeah. just find that so fascinating, man. Like, I mean, when you go overseas, you know, I've only been a couple of times. I lived in America for a bit. We chatted a bit about some snowboarding and yeah. stuff before when we first met. Um, it's it's like everything seems so much bigger. Yeah. Bigger. It's like yeah. when I was in America, back to chips with the size of this fucking fireplace, you know? Yeah. Um, and sh- sh- you get a large McDonald's thing and your large here is like that big and your large there is like a freaking two liter. Well, you know, Americans. Yeah, yeah but, but everything just seems the doors of cathedrals <laughs> are like, how's it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like you in can't Germany, get them you know? in your camera, in your picture. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. It's like back. you got to go stand at the real base and actually. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like, I mean, you know, we take for granted in South Africa, a lot of things like we have a lot of space. South Africa, you know, you, yeah. you've got a house, you've got a driveway with a car, you've, yeah. you know, some folks have a pool. It's, whereas in like Berlin, everyone's got an apartment and like, you know, um, 50 to 80 square meters is, is good. Okay. <laughs> you know, oh, right. okay. yeah, so I mean, there's like space in, in, in the living sense of the word is a little bit smaller. Yeah, I mean, in uh, Berlin within the ring, I guess the, there's about, what, 4 million people and that's a, maybe a 30 kilometer across. So it's a lot of people on top of each other, and it's just yeah, dude. Fucking, I, I I love the the stuff like those traffic lights. But what mm. what other kind of weird things are in Berlin? Um, let's see. Like, there's a lot of stuff that wouldn't work here. For example, the renter cars. Like, uh, like I haven't had a car since 2014. 
I started when I left South Africa. But over there, they've got um, these cars, all BMWs or smart cars, and they're on the side of the road. You download the app and you sign up, put your credit card details in. And then you've got, it's kind of like Uber. So you can see where the closest cars are. You kind of reserve the, the car. You go up to the car. You press the button, the car unlocks. And then you can just drive the car. You pay per minute, drop it off anywhere you want. And then you kind of, uh, yeah, so it's really convenient. So, <laughs> what is yeah. this sorcery? Seriously, yeah, is that so how they do it? Sometimes if you go shopping and you've, got, you've just bought more than you thought you'd have, you know, like you need a car, you just got, oh, there's one over there. You get in the car, you drive it home, put the car next to your home and then walk upstairs. So stuff like that, it's amazing. It works. I don't think it would work here. No, it definitely won't work here. It definitely won't work here. I wonder why. Um, no, <laughs> just kidding. Um, I, I saw something similar to that, but it was with bicycles in London. Mm. Barclays bike. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They, they're all like painted yellow or something to well, that. These ones are blue. Yeah, or something. they're all painted some kind of... But yeah. there was an article that came out shortly after that happened about all these bicycles going missing. <laughs> so London, it might not be... Possible. I mean, but cars, it's kind of a little bit of a dis- different story. Sure, they've got all, all got trackers attached. Sure, they've all yeah. got certain security systems. But it's like yeah. a, there's like a QR or a scanner that you have to like scan. Yeah, how do you get open in the car? No, it's just uh, just when you're close to the car, mm? you just press unlock, and then the car unlocks. Oh shit! Yeah, and so then, it's know. all wireless. Yeah. Dude, that's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's nuts. A couple of funny things have happened. Like one time, I crashed one of them. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Was, uh, now we get into the real story. Eh? No, no. Um, I had an electric car for the first time. Uh, okay. I've never driven one. It's a very weird feeling. You, you want to tell him which one it was? Uh, I don't know. Was BMW, it BMW, BMW, BMW i3. What? So are they, are they like putting BMWs out in the street? Just yeah, it's all BMWs or Mini Coopers or smart cars. Or, oh, okay. Yeah. They're keeping within the, 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 the group. Z Germans, yeah. Ooh, Mini Cooper and BMW are the same thing. Yeah, it's the same thing. And um, yeah, I think the car, I was, <laughs> I was late for work. So I thought, okay, the only way I'm going to get to work on time is I take one of these cars. And so I was going through, taking all the back rows. I'm like, yeah, this, I'm going to make it. And then the last bend, as I went around, I think like uh, bicycles have the right of way. So the car in front of me stopped and I was look, going through an intersection and I didn't see the car stop. Bam. So yeah, so that, that wasn't cool. <laughs> so but now, now what happens then do they like contact you and be like sorry sir you've damaged um, the vehicle you yeah so i think sort of you covered or? just pay the excess so it cost me about uh, i think 300 euros okay that's not that bad plus the rental well 300 euros is actually yeah. is quite bad but then it's like that's it you know you don't have to worry about your car being it's amazing right. they charge per minute yeah you get so you get there's two companies one charges per minute and the other one charges per kilometer so Okay. You can choose which one. I prefer the kilometer one because a lot of the time you can get there quickly, but then you spend 15, traffic. 15 yeah, minutes then you spend like 20 minutes like because <laughs> there's traffic. Parking. And meanwhile, you've only gone like 500 meters. Yeah. Yeah. 15 minutes looking uh, for parking? Yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> the one, I would go absolutely haywire. It's if like, I spend no. 15 it's like minutes looking for parking anywhere, <laughs> there's yeah. going to be help. It's like Long Street times 100. Yeah. Dang. Okay, and then <laughs> the one time, so I had this old uh, Huawei phone, whatever, yeah. and the battery life was horrendous. <laughs> so I got one of these, um, I got into one of these cars, and like, cool, driving, driving somewhere. And along the way, I'm like, oh, shit, battery's going to die. 
and the next thing the battery dies on my phone i'm like so you can't end the rental because when you get out you've got to end rental and then it locks and it charges you so i'm like oh shit so now i have to drive around 15 minutes looking for parking find the parking i can't lock the car and i'm like parked um a couple of blocks from the from the office i'm like oh shit so i'm running to the office hi everyone plug in the phone <laughs> wait yeah. two percent all right run back to the car Lock the car. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a really expensive uh, wow. rental. That I wonder how many times that, that must actually happen quite a lot. Oh, I don't know. But it Dude, has to, how amazing to me is that though? Yeah. I'm, like, yo, man, I'm, I feel like we, we're missing out here. Hey. No, but there's everything. I mean, you get like, um, starting from the top, you get obviously the U-Bahn, S-Bahn, mm-hmm. you get the trams, you get the buses, you get all the taxis and the Ubers. You can do the rent-a-car thing, then you get rent-a-bikes, then you get rent a scooters like proper like vespa they're not vespas but that sort of scooters and then you get the what those electric scooters also scooters yeah there's yeah. the handlebars yeah. like this yeah you get Scoot. those as well and well, so yeah. segway no it's not a segway no jackie scooter yeah. thingies but yeah so there's a lot of there's easy there's a lot of ways you can get around berlin so it's that's quite cool that's great. And, and you say four million odd people in a 30 kilometer three, three radius half, four million that's saturated like yeah yeah it is i mean yo we've got a 2.6 million we we cape town Mm -hmm. same population as new zealand wow as new zealand the country wow okay yeah that's crazy how's that eh fucking new zealanders i love the new zealand yeah me too i like them more than australians kia ora (laughs) i i once stayed with a new zealand couple (laughs) in london I couldn't understand a word they were saying because they were probably from some fucking farm region. Their accent was so thick that they tried to have conversations <laughs> with me like multiple times. I'm like, yeah, uh, I've, I've got to go. Sorry, you know, I've got a uh, thing. Bye. <laughs> I never, I, I, I don't even remember their names. I had a conversation with them probably once and most of it was me like, huh? huh? And they just go, yeah. It was like, couldn't but, understand I mean, what they were saying. But New Zealand, like not their, New Zealand. Their accent was so thick. They, it's, like, they s- s- kind of sound a little bit like yeah. us, but more dry, like yeah. thus, thus, yeah. thus, thus. Yeah, Push. but dude, it was like, like if you say, if you try and speak New Zealand, but you're like this, that's what they sounded like. It's like, would you go to more like, This video has been flagged. It was so weird. It's, it was like there's there's dialects in Ireland where like there's this video online that uh, like Gaelic. It's it's like this Irish guy that no one can understand him, but like you know people in his village, or whatever. And he's like in, being interviewed by the news, and it's like, and it's like it's like. What did he say? Yeah, yeah. It's like that. I couldn't understand. Fucking. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, speaking of New Zealand, well, I mean, while we're, while we're on that, mm. I've been following this dude. He is so awesome. He's actually picked up a lot and he's been picked up by networks. He's doing a podcast and everything. He's, his name's Uncle Tex mm. and he's a, a Maori guy mm. uh, and he's got Tourette's. <laughs> and his videos are amazing his podcast is amazing he really spreads such a positive message nothing in his videos are negative or anything like it. it's always just so uplifting so check it out but what kind of Tourette's though because Tourette's isn't like normally tick, like the like, swearing is like um, it's like a tick is like could be could, no he has like the full-on like, oh, like tics that. and stuff and he goes 
uh, sit on my face and, uh, okay. uh, and he goes, yeah, because you're a big fat butch. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah that, but, there we but, go. But, you're but a big fat, fat butch. <laughs> uh, that's, that's the New Zealand accent. <laughs> yeah. No, because like, I mean, a big fat butch. <laughs> I mean, Tourette's has, has got like a, a range to it. I mean, you get yeah, the yeah, Tourette's, yeah. which is like just like a tick, but then you get the guys. You get the like, very severe. There yeah. was a girl that went viral during the pandemic where she had severe um, Tourette's and they had to continuously get PCR tests. Mm-hmm. Oh, and geez. you can see her trying to get the PCR test and it's like, it's not. It's it's funny in a in a humorous way because she shared it and yeah, it was yeah, her yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. But like, can you imagine living yeah, with that it, shit? It, uh, she could kill herself. It's so like be like, mm. yeah. In the brain she's like, well. she's ticking, and then she tunes the oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's cool that people like that are sharing the story because it's very, you know, yeah. there's many other people there out there that feel. Uh, like super down about their condition and all that kind of stuff. Mm. So it's cool that other people are creating awareness to go, oh, okay, well, it's not that bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's unfortunate, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. Wow. Positive message for the day. Yeah. Yeah. Tourette's um, people are people too. <laughs> this video has been flagged <laughs> by YouTube. Uh, but uh, dude, so we were speaking earlier about uh, your, art, your activities, your outdoor mm-hmm. activities and all that kind of stuff. You mentioned snowboarding. You just got yeah. into it. Berlin's currently not not very snowy, but snowy. Um, what are your what are your what are your vibes outside of music and 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 the day job as we discussed off air as well? Um, let's see. <laughs> How do you put this lightly? <laughs> no, well, you, you, before you answer, yeah, you look like a dude that skates. You look like a dude that surfs. Yeah. You look like a dude that snowboards. And just does the punk rock. Yeah. So yeah, skating's I've skated my whole life, but it's something I haven't done for a long time. But I still consider myself a skater. Um, but amen. <laughs> exactly. When I joined the Japesun project, um, I surfed for the first time. I grew up in Cape Town, but I never surfed. So I actually went out on the water and kind of learned to surf. I'm pretty shit at it, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, tried gee, it. How? Good, how? <laughs> It's Going a, in there for the first time, yeah. How do your shoulders die they for the do. like? It's like it's and you walk and you like can hardly move your arms. I physically can't surf. I can't get my leg up. Short, on, I can't get my leg guy. up on the board to even stand up. I keep yeah. falling over. It's but, all about it's all about fluidity. Yeah. getting up on the board, springboard. <laughs> just spring it up and make sure that the pressure is on both sides, so you don't go. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I'm just yeah. I just get dunked yeah. the whole time, and I was like, a, but it's fun it's at the fun, same time. You know what? Yeah. There's nothing more exfoliating than a whitewash to the face, <laughs> <laughs> or like face plant into yeah, the exactly. beach sand. A, it is the best feeling ever. It's like ah, oh, I'm doing shit, but it's actually you walk out there and you're like, I feel a little bit sun kissed and tired, and <laughs> I need mm-hmm. to go sleep. But I feel like I got all the sun in the world that I need. But it can't yeah. be as difficult as snowboarding, though. No. no. No, snowboarding actually picked up quite Easy. easily, funny yeah. enough. Yeah. But you can't so, move your ankles. That is what would fuck me it's up. It's all yeah. about the, the weight distribution exactly. on the on the front and the back and exactly. on the toe and the heel. Yeah. And Shit. it's and it's how you set your bindings as well. So as long as you got your bindings set in a decent position, usually it's your your lead leg it's pointing your yeah, so if you're orthodox it'll be your right, <clears throat> uh, your left, and if you goofy it'll be your right. So as long as your your leading your foot leading foot is a little bit out and then you've got a you know i yeah. i used a little like a kind of like a duck kind of yeah. style 
as soon as you get that weight distribution, oh, you can carve like a motherfucker. I mean, I, I picked up, I went to Keystone. Okay. Um, so you get Fresno, uh, uh, Frisco, Breckenridge, Vale, Keystone, Silverthorne, and then you get South Park. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think, I hope I got that right, but it's some, something like that. So Breckenridge was like the main resort where I worked. And then Keystone was where I lived for the first like two months or whatever. No, month. And Keystone was lit up at night. It had like flood floodlights going mm. right from the. They obviously only had a few. Mm-hmm. The main the main uh, slopes open at night, but uh we I didn't have goggles, didn't have a beanie. Yeah, it was ridiculously cold. My mates had to go get rescued uh, by the snowmobile and taken back down the mountain. We were waiting out for him. We we're like, "Where are you going?" He he got back. He's like, "I've got altitude sickness and I don't feel good and I'm tired and I feel sick." <laughs> But I learned I learned the concept literally in forty five minutes. Yeah, wow. by just falling down, getting exactly. up, falling down. Then you realize, then it's just this weight it's distribution. Stay on your rails. Yeah, basically. but yeah, the, I think it was the we were on, I can't remember. We were on a winter tour, and I think it was my third day trying or something like that. And I, I nearly rode off a cliff. So <laughs> 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 we went off piece, um, and I was following this guy, and it was just him and I, and he was way ahead of me. So I kept falling. You know, when when you're powder, you're trying to pick yourself up. It's really it's a body, full body yeah, workout. Yeah, And so I got find myself a up. tree. Yeah, <laughs> if there any. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just balancing, and your ankles are in there. Yeah. And you're like pulling yourself up. And so anyway, can be quite stressful at times as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I got myself up, carried on going, and I was following this track. It was fresh powder. Beautiful. Amazing. And then next thing I saw the track go like, and I was like, huh. Oh. And I checked him sitting there. I was like, oh, let me just sit on my ass, you know, see what's happening. And as I did, I realized I went into this big valley. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's, yeah, it took me about half an hour to get out of there, just walk through the snow. Just like, so waste powder. Uh, waste high yeah, powder. Yeah, it's a lot more just, you know, quite that's high. That's beautiful. And that, that's when you glide. That's when you feel, it's yeah. like you literally feel like you're floating on, but on don't cloud. You, don't you find a weird, like a skateboard, you, you hear the... The wheels, exactly yeah. that sound when you're on powder. It's, just it's like, it, it, you know what it like, sounds like? It sounds like plastic. Yeah. Pl- you know when plastic goes... Uh, that's how it sounds. It's weird. And when you've got this, uh, like, the goggles on, it's just this, like, tunnel vision. Yeah. And it's weird. It's like, but it's out. just so... I dig it. It's free. It, it yeah. almost feels like you're floating. Yeah. But... Um, I have to try this shit out. Yo, dude, that's it's That's cool. So I'm not, I mean, rad. I'm not great at it. <clears throat> But I love it. It's very, very cool. But the one very important thing that he said is like, keep staying on your rails. If you flatten the snowboard, you just go like that. Yeah. Mm. And then if you're on the rails, you've got definitely, yeah. you carve that. It's obviously lean forward. You carve into that direction, lean back. You carve in <laughs> the other. Oh, it's just, the worst is when you're going yes. fast and suddenly you, got, you slide at a weird angle and then your rails dig in and yeah. then you suddenly yeah. go. <laughs> no, I, yeah. I mean, there was one, I was going down Breckenridge, uh, it was the main peak eight. Because Breckenridge at the time had the Imperial Express, which was the highest, uh, it was the highest ski lift in the, in North America. It was like 13,000 feet above sea wow. level. And we hit this thing going down and they, obviously it starts with a bit of part and then it gets down to like the main slope. It was about springtime. So obviously it dumps and then the sun comes out and then the, the, uh, the, the, the snow turns to ice. 
So yeah, I'm rocking and I'm having a the greatest day with my mate. Rocking. And we, we I must have been going at least f- between 50 and 60. I don't know. I don't know if that's fair. Maybe 50 Ks an hour. Come on, let's make just it 100. Bomb, no, no, no. <laughs> I mean like, hell man. Um, just bombing down the hill and my nose hit a piece of ice. Ooh. And I just did a full Superman. <laughs> it was hectic. And then that same week, it was it was the last week before we were leaving to come back to South Africa. And I decided, no, fuck this. I'm hitting that kicker that I've never hit before in the six months that I was there. Went there and I landed straight on my cock six. Ooh. It was in a very, very exciting flight home. I had to like lie on my stomach. Uh, luckily, there were three chairs available. I could not sit. Oh. It was insane. Well, was crazy. you know, he, he broke his coccyx. He nearly died off a cliff. Fun times. Yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, it's a great sport. <laughs> listen, I mean, like, I don't want to uh, give any any, um, but you, you know, there's been skiing accidents are, as yeah. you know, are, are, can be brutal. Eh? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but uh, what else? Other than that, um, when the pandemic hit, you know, we weren't allowed to go out that much. But I bought a, a standard paddle. Because there's a lot of lakes. Okay. And just out of the city. So, yeah, it's just going onto a lake. Take a paddle. You know, it's one of those pump up yeah, 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 paddles. Yeah. Just go in the water, just chill there. And uh, <laughs> I got one of those table bries. It doesn't, you kind of, it's an indoor bry. You can put it on a table and it's got this coal, charcoal, it takes charcoal that doesn't smoke. It's a smokeless bry. And the cool thing is it doesn't get hot underneath. So I actually took it on the standard paddle, went to the middle of the lake, switched it on. Had a little on. little bry there in by the yourself yeah, in the middle of the lake. Me yeah. You're a very resourceful human yeah, being. Yeah, yeah. yeah he sent me a video <laughs> clip of that. He's like showing like on the well, room. It's just like, it, just, there we go. <laughs> so, I mean, but what makes you think of doing something like that? I dude? don't know. Man's got a bry. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And you don't get to do it. That's one thing you don't do proper on that side. You know, you don't yeah. go out and buy a bag of wood. Yeah. You know, and kind of like you get charcoal. You light it, you put the meat on, you eat, and you go. It's not yeah, this yeah. whole thing. That it's, not good yeah. it's not a good thing. It's not It's not a ritual. Yeah. Okay. And how do you feel about that? It sucks. It does suck. <laughs> no, that's you one know of the I mean, highlights of a, coming home. You know, you get yeah. to do it. A bride is an event. Yeah. In exactly. our in our terms. It's like, yeah. we're going to a bride. Yeah, we're going to a fucking bride. Yeah. I'm excited about that. I, I want a bride right now. <laughs> I don't have any meat though, but I'm excited. Yeah, we're going to something. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we can. Um, but dude, cheese, uh, how how rad has it been having you on the show? I've never met you before. Yeah. It seems like Thanks we, so we, much, we yeah. click uh, super hard. Thank you so much for organizing, bro. You guys are mates. Now we're mates. It's all good. Yeah. I'm very, very happy. Um, I hope you've enjoyed your stay in Cape Town. How has it been for you? Has oh, it been, been amazing? Yeah. This, yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's where, either this or like minus seven and snow and sludgy. Yeah. You, rain, you prefer so. this kind of vibe. Definitely. Yeah. I've been in the pool the yeah. last couple of days it's yeah, been amazing sure. you know? plus you're a, little, you're a little smaller than me so you you probably can handle the heat a little bit better than us big fellas because uh, she are being suffering bro. yeah it sucks it's been fan central and aircon central but you know it's like in winter time I'm going to end up complaining you know oh it's too cold what do I prefer the heat or the cold yeah. it's like nobody's ever satisfied so exactly. I just need to buck the fuck up and you know have a glass of cement. Man up. Very <laughs> muff. Very muff. 100%. Okay. Um, but Jason, dude, thank you so much for joining the show. Um, 
Super excited to to um, listen to uh, Power Apes yeah. and uh, Jason. Yeah. Uh, please hit us up with the with the the it's the GoPro. It's the GoPro. Um, hit us up with some with with the links and stuff so we can share it yeah. in the video. I'd really love to check it out. Um, Send my regards to your new bandmates, your old bandmates. Yeah. We had old Georgie on Yeah, uh, That was a great episode. Yeah, that, was that was like was... a long chat as well. Yeah, we need to get him in here again. We need to get him in person. This yeah. is so, It's so much better having the dudes in person. Yeah, yeah so. definitely. I mean, like uh, me being overseas, like, you know, you always do the Skypes or the WhatsApp chats, but it's it's not the same. Yeah, as yeah. It's not the same. Just, you know, catching up. You well, know. the last one uh, with, uh, we, we were chatting to Human Nebula, I will even say it, where the, the delay made me feel uncomfortable. Mm. you know what i mean like i was like so much fun having you in studio dude i'm looking forward to hearing your tunes um you here for another week yeah so enjoy the the next week dude um and safe travels back to berlin and let's keep in touch definitely um any new music that comes out please hit it uh our way so we can share it on the on our socials and all that kind of stuff uh, to support the scene over there and um connect us with some guys that we can chat to in berlin as well some Definitely. of your mates that we can get um, you know those those are when the zoom uh, interviews mm. and conversations count when we don't we when don't we're not in the same flights. place yeah we don't so, pay to get them here <laughs> so let, let's do that let's connect with some of your your guys but um all in all such a great great conversation with you and uh, look forward to seeing you again soon if not on the screen in person yep well maybe next time i come down 100 percent. we'll uh, book another chat sick as anything from your side dude yeah cheers and stay cold stay cold (laughs) stay cool (laughs) this is papa g's house i don't know what episode it is but it's been a great one from myself arthur carlos diego pejero the third and jason ling we'll see you next time peace